Sleep Café. Just in general. <laughs> Did I tell you my grit story the other day? No. So, like every old person in America, I wake up in the morning and eat grits. Um, if you're not from here and you don't know what grits are, I'm so sorry for you. You're missing out. Um, it's basically just corn in a different form. Um, Some cheese and bacon? I don't do the bacon, but I do the cheese. Mm-hmm. Eggs? Um, eggs? No. Not this time. Okay. Um, but I was making instant grits because I'm lazy. And so, you know, you put them in the bowl and with the water and whatever. Mm-hmm. And here's your, your grits tutorial. <laughs> um, and I put them in the microwave because that's how you make them. And I just like shut the door and I was staring at the microwave and I was like, why isn't it working? <laughs> like I didn't press anything else. And then I kept opening and closing the microwave. <laughs> I was like, oh man, my microwave's broken. And I was upset. And then I remembered that you have to press things for the microwave to work. Said, actually, uh, good news. Um, what is his name? What is the good news? I forgot to say. Who? The, we talked about his case, the Georgia boy. Oh. What is his name? I was like. Why can't I think of his name? Who are you talking about right now? They What's reopened the his news? case. Um, hold on. I'll tell you in just a second. Uh, other good news. The police officer who murdered Trey Blunt. Wrong name. Wow. I'm really just not good at it. Is your brain here? It's Kendrick not. Johnson. Kendrick Johnson. His case is being reopened, which is really cool with a new investigator. He's sorry. Jinx just had a freaking spasm out she's, in the yeah. hallway. She's I don't playing know. with something. I don't know what she's playing. She's yeah, playing. Well, she just jumped up in the air. That's why I was like, what's happening? She's, <laughs> she's doing acrobats. <laughs> she's an acrobat. Uh, but his case is opening with a whole new detective. And this detective, also my cord came completely unraveled, and that's really the me thing of everything. It's the spice. Okay, we're gonna ignore it because I took the tie off. That's a bread tie, so it's also it. not supposed to be on there. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, but his case is back open. It's being investigated by a new detective who is looking at everything as if it is new. He is just like starting from square one Mm -hmm. so that's awesome the police officer who murdered george floyd got charged with third degree murder which is if you don't know is when you are hurting somebody but you don't have the intent to kill them but they do end up dying right so you're intentionally hurting them but you didn't think that they were gonna die but then they died yeah okay i still think that he was meaning for him to die but that's my own i absolutely i thought the same thing but i just said you know what? It's better than just giving him probation, I guess. I mean, I'm not trying to speak anything to an ex- existence, but watch him get up in like a year just because of good time yeah. served or whatever it's called. Yeah, good behavior or whatever. It's like, well, duh, he's going to be good in jail. What? That's how you leave jail. Right? <laughs> Everybody knows that at this point. Come on. Um, Marissa's room is basically all set up. Her new... Yep. Make it looks super room. cute. We're in a... We're on the other side of the room now. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a bed there. No, 
Yeah, and maybe since we put more furniture in here, we're not as echoey. Maybe. Because this was genuinely, like, kind of an empty room. Yeah, it didn't really have anything in it. I mean, this the bed frame was in here, but it was taken apart because I didn't have, like, a... I didn't have anything to put on it until now, but now I'm going to kind of make it a couch because it's like a day, a day bed, I think that's what they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a little trundle up under it, but there's nothing on the trundle except for like storagey things. Also, my neighbor has decided it's a good idea to go ahead and do the yard work right now. So if you hear that in the background, just enjoy it. Yeah. Lawnmower ASMR. We got the Charlie Cold Room Cold Brew uh, right here yeah. right now. We haven't even sipped it yet. We no, because we've been years. waiting. Um <laughs> So I was Are we like, a book thing? Yes. <laughs> um, because cafe is part of our name and the coffee and whatever, and we've done this before. Whenever we try something new, we let you guys know. I've wanted to try this for a minute. Every time that I see it, I'm like, I want to know what it is. Um, Do you think she's being paid? Yeah, for sure. Not by us, but by Duncan, yeah. Her bag is full. The purse is fat. Her bitch purse? Yeah. Fat, heavy, can't even carry I mean, it. I mean, it, she's not a bitch. She's 16. I oh, feel like yeah. I can't bully a 16-year-old. As soon as she turns the 18, purse. though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, when she turns 18, all cards are <laughs> on So um, I'm going to read you the description. Okay. I know that it's sitting in front of you. Well, it may or may not be sitting in front of you. So yeah, the deal they, is, like, I mobile ordered <laughs> it because I was, like, driving on the way home. And um, I feel stupid when I'm at the drive-thru asking for things sometimes. Um <laughs> But I mobile ordered it, and it, like, went through good whatever, and I pull up, and I'm like, yeah, I have a mobile order, blah, blah, whatever. And she's like, oh, well, we don't have, like, the cold brew for it. And um, and I was like, oh, well, that's okay. Do you have, like, the regular? All I said is the regular. So now I'm reflecting on that, and maybe she just put regular iced coffee in it, but everything else is the same. But I, I just know. said, do you have the regular? And she said, yeah. And I said, can you substitute it for that? And she said, yeah, of course. And so then she was just like, pull around, I'll get it ready. And then what she gave me looks like the picture. So I'm very confused. Maybe maybe they did have it. And, like, it was one of those things where you're like, like, I've done this before at work. I'm like, oh, we're out of that. And then I go and I look and I'm like, fuck, we're not out of that. Yeah, well, she presented me with two things that look like the picture and it has the cold foam on top of it. So Which I informed Marissa is just ready whip. You really outed them for that. <laughs> I did. Um, it's just it's what it's cold fruit foam, but made by Ready Whip. Okay. So you can get that at Walmart if you want to make your own Charlie. Oh yeah, if you want to make it. So I'm gonna give you the recipe. Okay, one and only. This is the only place you can get it. <laughs> um, it says it's a medium cold brew with three pumps of caramel, topped with sweet cold foam and cinnamon sugar. Now I will say I do not see cinnamon sitting on top of ours. I don't either. Um, do unless I smell it is caramel? Sugar though? that's like flavored. I smell caramel. Oh, yeah, I can see the caramel in the bottom of it. I am a little concerned that this is going to be sweeter than I would like coffee to be, but we're going to let you guys know, okay, because we're official. It's not bad. No, it's definitely... It is on the sweeter side, for sure. (laughs) Oh, Olivia spills it. She doesn't know how to use a cup. I don't need it. It's the fucking sippy lids. <laughs> yeah, they changed their lids to like how the Starbucks ones are. But yeah. then they still gave me straws. So Bro, that's the confusing. opening on this lid is huge. <laughs> it is huge. I think it's pretty good. It's not as it sweet is, as I was expecting it to be. It is sweet. Um, I don't necessarily think I would wake up and be like, let no. me go get my Charlie. Uh, this is... For you and kids who drink coffee all day, this is like an afternoon coffee. <laughs> yes, this is an afternoon fun time coffee. It's like a snack. I wouldn't eat a donut. It's a snack. I wouldn't eat a donut. I'm just kidding. Don't have coffee as a snack. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> that was a joke. Um, no, I wouldn't eat like a donut or anything with it though. It's like no, I think that would be way too much. It would just—it's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's it's better than I was expecting yes. it to be because the like iced regular, the first one that they did or whatever, I didn't love it. It was fine. This is better than the other one is. So, that's my opinion. I don't see any cinnamon on it though. Me either. Maybe they're out of cinnamon and she just got confused. We're out of the cinnamon. I can't make this drink. <laughs> she was really nice about it, though. I will say that. She wasn't like, we don't have it, and, you know, spit on me through the window or something. Speaking of being rude. I was at work the other day, and this mm. lady was so rude to me. She made me sob. Mm. I was like. You didn't tell me that you cried. Usually well, you report to me when you cry. <laughs> I do. I was just too upset to even report it. Like, Aww. yesterday was, ha- yeah, I know you have these days. I just, like, wasn't myself yesterday, and I couldn't, yeah. like, pinpoint why. I was yeah, just, me like, putting grits in the microwave the other morning, <laughs> not knowing how to use a microwave. I was just hashtag sad, and my manager was very concerned about me. He kept mm. going, like, can you go home? Yes, and let me like, leave. And, like, usually, I close that night, and he opened, and usually he just leaves, and just leaves whatever mess, and I clean it up, whatever. And this time, he was like, what do you need me to do before I go? <laughs> Character <laughs> development right I there. I need to press more often. You just come in and act like that every day yeah, and he'll and do it like, for he's you. He's like, why aren't you smiling? I was like, first of all, I have a mask. I can't tell him smiling. Ooh, got him. <laughs> he, you, you were smizing. Isn't that what Tyra Banks <laughs> yes. calls it? But, no, I was just in a mood and this lady got upset because I was supposed to, and I'm going to, it looks so bad. Okay, so I can write calligraphy, but like fake calligraphy if I take me. my time. But she wanted calligraphy written on a mat like for a picture the mat is the border that goes yes. around a picture yes for those of you who don't know but the mat isn't like the right you know, texture to write calligraphy on yeah isn't you know? it like bumpy yeah like kind of how these walls are not necessarily like these walls but it's super mm. porous so the ink mm. is spreading so it's mm. not looking good and i was really struggling with it and it looks horrendous and i have been thinking about it all the time but it wasn't ready when she i have been thinking about it since yesterday yeah but she when she came in it wasn't ready and it was because one it got put in a weird spot and like um i get being upset that your thing isn't ready but we're human there's no need she's like mm-hmm. what should i call my job christian crafts christian crafts she's like <laughs> she's like this doesn't make christian's crafts look very good now does it Ooh. and i was like i have very small tolerance for people who get upset with retail workers me too and i was just like i was like you know she's like you're the one who said you would write calligraphy on it and i said yeah super cool thing about that i said i would write calligraphy on it and then i said but hannah's gonna help you for the rest of the day that's another co-worker first yeah. name what well, doesn't matter there's lots of them <laughs> exactly that's actually like, a fake name she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna help you i have to get to school or i'm gonna be late yeah so i wasn't there for the rest of the Time. transaction so i didn't know when it was going to be due and it didn't get put in the slot for it to be due anyways she was extremely angry and it still doesn't look right and it's still not done and i have to see her on monday and so I'm ho- I'm going to try to shoot to go to lunch when she shows up. I love that. You're like, I'm going to plan I, my day around this woman, which I don't blame you. I, I knew it was a problem as soon as she came in not wearing a mask. Oh. Yeah, why'd you service her? <laughs> I'm like, and like, I tell my 
So, like, there's a manager where I work, and then there's a manager above everybody. Yeah, like, the whole store manager. Yeah. And so I went to the store manager, and I'm going to let you know, this man looked at me, and he said, you're part-time. I need to just stop caring so much. <laughs> He's like, look, nobody else in your position would be doing this. He said, he said, bitch, you get paid 11 bucks an hour. Time to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I cried. I mean, like, I cried, cried. And then, like. This, this lady this don't lady, let old people make you cry this little this little old black lady came over and mm-hmm. she she was so pretty <laughs> and she was wearing this little black dress and she had her pearls on and like her high heels me and she came over and she was like it's gonna be okay and she said you look beautiful today you don't want to <laughs> cry your makeup off and i said she has a point i said you have a point <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's how my day went. Don't be mean to retail workers. They, yeah. they're human. They make mistakes, and it wasn't like it. It wasn't like it was like this unachievable thing. Yeah. Like, and people, is this gonna sound shitty? I don't know. Probably. I haven't heard what you're gonna say. <laughs> you mean you can't read my mind? We frame a lot of things for dead people. Yeah. Like a ton. Yeah. Like one in every five is for a dead person. Yeah. And she's like, this person died. And I'm like, okay. Get in line. I guess I was like, I was like, okay, so this other time, I'm just telling worse stories. I need to hurry up. Anyways, so this other time, this person brought in flowers mm-hmm. from the funeral. Yeah. And she, I was like, I was like telling her, I was like, girl, you need to hang those upside down and let them dry out before you bring them to me to frame. Yeah. And she's like, no, I don't. I just need you to frame them like that. Anyways, long story short, they molded. Right you are again. I hate being right. I hate like, it. And we had to take her whole entire picture of her, and she's like, I could have done this myself. Then why didn't you? Because she couldn't. Okay. <laughs> I, you should, you look at you look at her in the face, and you go, do you want to be hired? <laughs> you can take my position. <laughs> you want to swap, girly? <laughs> and, like, we need more help back there. Yeah. And we don't have enough help. But I don't mean this mean to any worker. I don't mean this mean. Half of them can't read a ruler. And that's like step one to being good back there. Yeah. <laughs> but that should be in the interview process. Yeah. Mm. Oh my god, did I tell you a girl quit the other day? The one that was being bullied? Yeah. Anyways, did I it's, tell you? It's not real bullying. That's why I said it like that. <laughs> she took her vest off and she hung it on the corner of the, the building and dumped Mountain Dew on it. <laughs> In true I quit fashion. And she went, perfect. when she quit, she went, I quit. But she was actually fired. So it was like a moment of like, you can't fire me, I quit. Oh, okay. She should have let them fire her. Then she could file for temporary unemployment. That's what I thought. I said, baby, they're giving out $300 a month. A week. Yeah. No. Yeah. A week? Mm-hmm. Can I go up there and be fired? I get a job, I get fired immediately. I think you have to go through the 90 day. Okay. But then after that, I can get three hundred dollars a yeah. week. Okay, bet. Okay, bet. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the new Christian Craft employee. <laughs> I can get you a job there. I'm like I have a friend named Marissa. Uh huh. She wants a job. Can I get back there where you are? I yeah. think that your manager would let me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, manager. Hey, manager. <laughs> hey. Anyway, so uh, any other news? I don't think so. Next episode, we'll talk about the TikTok cult. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. I mean, that's the third. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> talk about the TikTok cult next. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I meant. That was the thing I meant to talk about in last week's episode. And I was like, oh, what else I wanted to talk about? It's okay. It's a developing story. You've gotten more information now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You begin. 
So mine is like kind of recent. Um, it's it happened in 2017. So uh, recent. Eh. Um, I don't know how well known this is. There is a 2020 episode on it, and um, I got most of my information from that and a girl on YouTube. Her YouTube name is I think True Case, but Case like I think her name is Casey. And so it's K-A-S-E. She only has like 500 subscribers and she should have way more. Go subscribe to her. Yeah, the production value of her videos are great. Um, So yeah, that's where I got most of mine from. So um, the girl that this happened to, she's she's a Chinese woman. And so I don't. I don't know the correct. <laughs> um, I don't know the correct like order of names because in some articles it was Ying Ying Zong, and it was flipped in other words. So I'm just gonna call her Ying Ying because I think that's okay. her first name. Um, I think. So she was 26 years old. Um, she was a student at the University of Illinois. She was there, I think, studying some kind of plant science. I don't remember the actual okay. word for it, and I definitely meant to write it, and I didn't. Um, but she's she was doing, like, an exchange-type program where she's, like, coming over here to study, you know, like, temporarily, and then she was going to, like, go back home when she gets done. Um, she had one professor that she was, like, kind of close with, and he's, like, he, he's not the... the perpetrator um it wasn't like yeah. a it wasn't like a weird relationship he no, was like on to one professor yeah yeah he was like genuinely helpful um and he helped her like get her apartment and do stuff with oh, her research cool. and stuff so yeah um he's he's kind of a stand-in like i guess father figure kind of over here my you know Super the professor nice. i talked to you about yes i would choose him for that yes um so she was over here for that blah blah, blah. so she here's my let me think where to start this so on the day that this happened i think it was june 9th um she was doing her research she realizes it's like lunchtime and she's like oh i need to get going soon to go get ready for this leasing appointment that i have for a new apartment um at two so she leaves her little lab and because she doesn't have a car she uses like the bus transportation around mm-hmm. campus um she gets on one bus, and they got her on it and everything. Fine. She gets to the next, like, stop, because this is one of those things where you get on one bus, and you go to the next stop, and then the other bus takes you the rest of the way. Kind of like a connecting flight. Right. Exactly. But buses. <laughs> so, um, she was doing that, and her plan was to, like, go home, have a little lunch, get ready, and then go to her leasing appointment. Okay. Um, I don't know how far away the leasing office was, but it couldn't have been that far. It was, like, it was still campus housing that she was going to go see about yeah. living in. But it was just, like, a nicer apartment than she was currently oh, okay. living in. Yeah. Um, so, that appointment was at 2. So, gets on the first bus, off. And then... Um, when she gets off of that bus, the place that it drops her off at is actually on the wrong side of the street. But she didn't realize it until bus number two comes around and she can't catch it because she's got to cross the street to get to where it is. Oh. She didn't realize. Okay. So, um, she had texted the, like, leasing agent. Um, it's probably like 1.45, I think. And was like, hey, I think I'm going to be kind of late. Um... I missed the bus, like, explaining the situation. And he said, uh, like, that's fine. Um, Just let me know when you're going to be here. You know, what time do you think that you're going to get here? 
and she was like, uh, I think it's only going to be like 10 minutes late. It's probably like 2.10. And he's like, cool, that's fine. See you then. She's like, cool. Um, so after that little conversation happens, this is where she pretty much just vanishes. She doesn't show up to the appointment. Um, he had tried to text her again, didn't get a response. So then he just is thinking like, oh, I guess she just, just changed her mind or something. You know, I, he didn't really know her. And no. so I don't think that he realized that this is out of character for her. I just like, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a woman and I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. They got it's snatched. Dead. Yeah, exactly. Like um. sometimes Marissa <laughs> just be taking a nap and you think I, I'm dead. I'm just like, someone snatched her right <laughs> off the screen. <laughs> you know, all of the time that I spend on the street too, <laughs> yes. to be snatched. Um, and so the, person that realized like something was up is her professor so he tries he tries to call her um because he's like oh are you gonna come back to the lab or not like to finish later like that's why he's trying to call her she doesn't pick up when he calls the first time so he's like oh maybe she's in her appointment um I'll try again later like he didn't get immediately suspicious he was a little bit but remembered that she had the appointment so he was just like oh she's probably doing that um so he tries again a little bit later. She still doesn't answer the phone, and that's when he gets kind of concerned. So he calls campus police to go to her dorm to see if she's there because, once again, like you just said, maybe she's taking a nap or something. Yeah. Like, and yeah, and she doesn't have her phone on or something. So he calls them. They go to her dorm, or I guess it was an apartment, Um, and the police knock on it once. Nobody answers. They knock on it again, and it's like, hey, it's like campus police. Like, we're going to come in if you don't open the door. Um welfare check you know and doesn't answer again so they go in the apartment and she's not there um nothing looks like it's been messed with or anything like that um everything looks like normal so Mm -hmm. at this point they're still just thinking like well she's like how old is she 26 they're like well she's like a young girl like she might just be out and about doing her thing and her phone isn't on or maybe her phone died or something like but you know if we can't um, if you don't hear from her by tomorrow, like, call us back and, and we'll, like, look into it more. Why? Pause. Sorry to interrupt. Okay. But why do people all the time in these stories go, eh, eh. Yeah. I would rather, you know, like, maybe waste my time for somebody who is, like, yeah. out with a friend. Right. Because. Yeah. You I know, mean, what else are you doing? You're kidding. Sorry, not the drag camp, the Yeah, yeah, so. okay. Um, so, obviously, she doesn't say anything by the next day. So, her teacher's like, hey, come on back. And At least she had the teacher. Literally. Um, I did think that she had a couple of friends, but it wasn't like, oh, hello. <laughs> Something else. <laughs> Ma'am? Cat intermission. <laughs> hey, girly. Jinx. Um, so, I don't think that it was like, tons of friends that would be hanging around her like all of the time that would know her patterns you know oh so like yeah and um so when the police go back to her apartment the second day they realize that the note that they left on the outside of the door is still there so they're immediately like oh "Oh." yeah and they go back in the apartment and literally everything is exactly the same it doesn't look like anything at all has been moved like no signs of anyone coming or going once again so they're like oh well she didn't even come back and they're like, yikes. Yeah, and since she's, like, doing this exchange program, um, there's 
she doesn't have family that's over here that would also be like in contact oh, with no. her on so a daily it's basis. Like they literally don't even know who to begin to right. contact. Yeah, oh, like what do you do God. when you don't have witnesses or anything like that? Family, like who you're like who do I talk to about her whereabouts? Exactly. What does she? Who is she like? What? Right. Is, yeah. So um, the first person that they contact is obviously the leasing office because that's where she was supposed to be. That's that's where her appointment was. Um, that guy checks out. He had other appointments during the day, and he's just like, I don't know this girl. Like, he what? Said, <laughs> he said, I'm just trying to sell her an apartment. <laughs> he said. <laughs> yeah. So then they start like, oh, well, she took the bus. The buses have cameras on them. So there's cameras on the inside and the outsides of all of the buses. Which, Good. yeah, and they all work for Thank once. God. The cameras are functioning, and this is actually what helps. Yeah. So um, they can see her on the first bus. But they don't see her. And they see her get off of the first bus at the thing. And from the cameras of the second bus, they can see her like being on the wrong side of the street and they can see her trying to chase the bus. Oh, so they're like, what? So they're like, okay, she was there, obviously, at this time. And that was about the time that she had texted her leasing agent, too. (laughs) And um, (laughs) Jinx has hair in her toes because she's nasty. (laughs) Um, So. What they do is they start going through all of the, like, footage from the buildings in the area, too. All of those work out. You Everything's guys, working you out You guys really once. don't realize that cameras be everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And so they realize from the outside <laughs> camera buses as well when it stopped that there's a black car that they catch after, like, looking through it over and over oh. again. So there's a black car that goes by and... um then you can see it turn around, circle the block, and come back around yikes. and, like, stop and pull over and talk to her. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah, and so she talks to whoever it is. They couldn't see from the video, like, who it was. She talks to whoever it is and gets in the car. So they're like, maybe it was one of her friends. Maybe she got an Uber and, she, you know, she was making sure that's who it was. Um, so by this time, they're putting out missing purses, persons posters, like, around campus and around the town. And um, seeing if anybody would call about anything while they're still working on trying to figure out who owns this car. And um, they got in contact with Uber somehow. And um, Uber's like, well, here's all of the rides that happened at this time on this day. Um, and there's only a they couple have track of, of them? Mm-hmm. That's wild. And they were like, and there's only um, a couple of rides that would have matched the car description from your video. Um, and as like a, a little side note. There was a, I don't remember her name. I don't have it written down if she even was named. Um, There was a girl that came forward, not because she thought this was related, um, because at this time I don't think the public knew about the black car. Um, Oh, okay. She came forward to the campus police just to report this instance because it was weird. So she was walking around campus, and this guy who's got a white T-shirt on, he's got aviator sunglasses on, he pulls up, and he's in a black car, and he's like, hey, I'm an undercover cop. Like, uh, do you have time to answer some questions? And she's like, uh, about what? Like, Show me uh, your I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, but sure. And he's like, well, you got to get in my car to answer them. And she's like, absolutely not. No. And then he's like, all right, well, if you see anything suspicious, call the police. And then he drives away. And she goes... and so this was about the same time she didn't think like that it was connected to this at all she just happened to be reporting it because it literally just happened 
and so she was like, hey, I feel like they should know about this. Um, this was weird. <laughs> and um, off of that, then the police were like, oh, we got somebody driving around doing this regularly. Cool. Great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And um, I think from one of the videos, they ended up getting his, like, plates from it. And they find out who owns the car. And Ooh. so this man, he's a 29-year-old white man. Of course. Who would have guessed? Um, and I believe his name is Brent Christensen. Of course it is. Yeah. It so, would be a Brent. He was a former <laughs> grad student at the college. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it, so it's not insanely suspicious that he would be hanging around. But why did this girl get in your car, buddy? So they, like, call him in. Mount to the station. And are like, hey, we just want to. We're he's, asking everyone these questions. He's like, Unaru first. I am actually a private investigator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're asking everyone these questions, buddy. Come on down. Let's ask you some things if you know anything about this missing girl. And he's like, sure, cops. Why not? And um, so they get him down there, and they're asking him questions like, do you know this girl? Have you seen her? What were you doing on this day? And he tells them, like, oh, I was at home. Um, My wife's out of town. My girlfriend was over. And um, I was playing video games all day. And they're like, wife and girlfriend. And he's like, yeah, so me and my wife, we got an open relationship. She's actually out of town with her boyfriend. And they're like, okay, uh, well, sorry, buddy, but we know that you weren't actually at home because we have you on camera. And they do, 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 like, here you they go. Say, we got you on candid camera. Yeah, so they're like, so what are you doing right here in this video with this woman getting in your car? Who is that? And he's like, oh, that day? I thought you meant a different day. My bad. Uh, so what happened is I like picked her up because she looked like she needed a ride. And then I accidentally made a wrong turn and she got really freaked out. So I pulled over and she got out of my car and then I went back home. And they're like, oh, really? That's strange because we don't, we don't have you stopping anywhere in the area to let her get out. You sure that's what happened, buddy? And he's like, absolutely sure. No doubt about it. He's like, like, all right. Well, thanks for your help, girl. <laughs> like, and um, I think at this time they also asked him, like, would he care if they searched his car and his house and stuff? He's like, go ahead. I didn't do anything. Go nuts. And so when they're looking at his car, it's one of those. Pause. I just want to say, even if you don't commit a crime and someone asks to search for your house, as a person with a criminal justice major, <laughs> say no. always, always, always be like, yeah, but as soon as I get a lawyer. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, well, he did not do that. Um, Even if he's case, it's a good idea. So when they're going through this man's car, um, it's it's one of those cases where it's very clean. Oh. Almost as if it is too clean. <laughs> and, and they're like, hey, buddy, you mind if we spray some luminol up in this thing? And he's like, go ahead. There ain't nothing in there. I just got it cleaned. And they're like, uh-huh, somebody doesn't understand what luminol is. <laughs> and um, so they spray it all down, and it lights up like a Christmas tree. Blood everywhere. And so they start taking little little swabs of everything to, like, match it to yin-yang. And they also do the same thing in his house. And when they're in his house, they find an abnormal amount of trash bags and a big duffel bag and gloves and a baseball bat and um like these 
they're not handcuffs, but they're like metal restraints. He's of just sort. like, he's just like, uh, yeah, I'm just a method actor. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they see the restraints, they're like, hey, buddy, what is this? And he's like, uh, me and my girlfriend were like into BDSM. Like, don't worry about it. And they're like, okay, bud, uh, you mind if we spray this stuff down a little more? <laughs> and he's like, go ahead, I do nothing. So um, they spray all of that down, except for I think the things that got hit. For the luminol were the baseball bat, and um, they also sprayed down his bathroom. Don't know why the bathroom that they had a hunch about, but they were correct because that also lit yeah, up like a Christmas tree. I think the reason why they probably did the bathroom is because like most ba- most bathrooms don't have carpets, and there. so and there's a bathtub that lets everything go down yeah, the drain. They, so, they spray that bathtub all down, and that bad boy lights on. Um, also, super fun fact: Did you know? Let's say you're a killer. Hypothetically. Okay, hypothetically. <laughs> and, like, you take somebody and you snatch them up mm-hmm. and you, like, I don't know, dismember them in your bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> the investigation team will take your whole entire bathtub out of your house and bring nice. it to investigation. They're going to 1-800-SHOWER you? <laughs> yes. Nice. You know, uh, the the one that happened here? Yes. With yeah, mm-hmm. they they took his whole entire bathtub to <gasps> investigation. That. I don't know if we're ever gonna tell that story. That is, that do. one's it's, that one is a little close to home. It's very think, cl- like right down the street, <laughs> close to home. I think that one would like definitely dox us. Yeah, for sure. Just know that somebody in our immediate vicinity decided that they were gonna snatch up a college girl, cut her up in his bathtub, and throw her away in a dumpster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's really fun. Yeah, but they took in like uh, um. At the GBI, mm. they still got the bathtub there. Nice. It's like a tourist attraction. Fun. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, um, so, anyway, everything lighten up. And they're like, mm, suspicious, that's weird. But they can't get him to confess to anything. So then they're calling up his girlfriend. They're like, hey, girlfriend. <laughs> um, she's like, I don't know me. how many more times I have to reject him, but I am not his girlfriend. <laughs> no, she is the exact opposite where she's like, I think this man is completely innocent. He's never done anything to me. All of this stuff. And, hey, that's not um, how that works. No. And they're like, well, girly, would you like to wear a wire for us? You want to work with us? You want to be our friend? And she's like, <laughs> she's- I will. So then you guys can see that he's innocent. And they're like, sick. So he wear. she's wearing the wire for two weeks. Nothing happens. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't give himself away or anything. But they are like, all of this evidence is stacking up against him, right? And so... Um, She's she's also like he's not acting weird or anything like I don't know how much longer you want me to do this and they're like just a few more days I promise like please and so um around this time the school has like organized uh what are they called like the little candlelight mm-hmm. things um so it was something like that combined with like a, a walk around campus and everybody's holding up signs and giving out flyers to try and find her and um. He sees the thing about it on the news being like, hey, you know, we're trying to get people to come out to this, spread awareness, try and help find her. Um, You know how the news be telling you things is happening in the area? It was like that. So then he calls up his girlfriend and is like, oh, my God, babe, we got to go. And she's like, why are you so interested in this? And he's like, I don't know. I just think it would be so fun. Go walk around, do this candlelight vigil for this girl. Let's go. Romance. And she's like, okay, you don't hang out with me anyway, so let's go. Let's hang out because you're the best boyfriend ever we don't hang out um and so when she gets there and she meets him up she's her account is that he seems like he's been drinking a lot he's acting too happy for the situation that they're in 
And she's like, shit. And, and he smells just straight up like a bar, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's talking all of this crazy stuff, and he's, like, excited to be there. So she's like, this is abnormal behavior. <laughs> and she still got her little wire on, though, because she's smart. And um, when they're, like, seeing this huge crowd there, he's getting more excited the more people are showing up. And she's like, dog, what's up? And he's like, I can't believe that all of these people showed up. Like, they're all here for me. And she's like, huh? She said, <laughs> she said, can you say that a little louder? <laughs> you want to hug and say that? <laughs> um, but I will say, her composure during all of this insane she doesn't freak out not one time and she just keeps getting him to give her more information Mm. which is also a little abnormal but go off queen um and so she's like what do you mean and he just keeps like he's like holding her hand and like acting like everybody is his fan there oh yeah and so he takes her hand at one point and he like is drawing the number 13 in her palm and she's like what does that mean and then he takes her phone and he pulls up a little notes app. He writes her a cute little note. And it says, it was me. She was number 13. She's gone forever. They will never find her. <coughs> and so she reads it and she's like, oh. <laughs> and um, and she's like, um, what you mean by that one? And then he starts like bragging to her about what he did. And he's like, yeah, I snatched her right off the street. Nobody's ever going to know. Like, her family isn't here. They're not going to find her. So Nobody's going to find her. And then he goes into all of the details about, like, I kidnapped her and then brought her back to the apartment and I sexually assaulted her. And then she just kept fighting me, so I had to do what I had to do. And I took her in the bathroom and I beat her with that bat that's in the closet and I decapitated her because she just wouldn't give up. And I didn't want her to come back like a zombie. Like, he's literally, like, that's almost word for word exactly what he tells her. And they're at this candlelight vigil for her. Like, and he's just saying, in the middle of the crowd, he's just saying this to her. Like, and she's I, like, oh. I would have shit myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be like, so, I should know this when you are like, you know, an undercover person, you know, and you're yeah. tapped or whatever, can, are they just like listening twenty four seven? I don't know. Or um, I should probably know that. I know Sorry. that somehow the police got the wire. I don't know if she brought it to them or if they are live listening all the time. You know, um, but they get it and obviously are like, ah, you just told on yourself, buddy. Well, yeah. yeah. And also, so the deal with the open relationship and first wife, so when they're like, hey, wife, um, what's the deal with your open relationship? You know, not everybody has one. Not that it's a bad thing, but it is unusual. Um, And she's like, okay, so basically he used to have a drug problem and drinking and all of this stuff, and he got really bad, and um, I wanted to get a divorce. Well, every time that I would bring it up, he would either threaten to hurt me or himself, and so... Basically, I just told him, like, the only way that I'm staying is if we can have an open relationship. And he agreed to it. So that's kind of what we do now. Um, We're not technically, like, together all the time. I'm usually hanging out with my boyfriend. He does whatever he's doing down there. But he kind of scares me. And, yeah, that's why. So that's what's up with that. So, actually, he's not a standout citizen. Not a good guy. She's like, like, why didn't they try to find the wife sooner? I don't know. 
I don't know at what point in these few weeks that they found her and asked her. Um, I also know at some point when they were trying to, like, get permission to get all of his stuff, somehow she gave them permission to take their home computer and his cell phone. Um, I don't know how that works. Maybe they were technically hers. Okay, so I'm trying to remember the rule about this. So... I'll have to look it up. I'm going to say this and then I'll correct myself next episode. I think if you have something like that, Mm -hmm. like if the police show up at my house and I'm married. Yeah. And they are like, we are suspicious that your partner or whatever uh, committed a crime. We don't have a warrant. I want to investigate your house. And I say yes. Yeah. But my partner says no. They can't investigate the house. So either they were, it was her property. Right. That's what I was thinking. Or they had a warrant. Because it it said that they were able to get his home computer and his cell phone with her permission. Because that's like specific. Yeah, that's usually not how it works. If one party says no, then they can't. Then they can't. There was okay. a there's a Supreme Court case and and maybe it. it's possibly that was like typed wrong or whatever but that's yes um, no I, I I could and I like I said I could be speaking wrong um but I'm pretty sure that's how that works yeah it, it has to be they didn't, two consenting parties yeah they didn't find anything on his computer or his cell phone anyway so that's why it's not like super important um but also back to the whole BDSM thing um, oh god and while he's wired he also tells his girlfriend. Um, his fantasy about like I've always um, wanted to kidnap somebody and fit them in my duffel bag and he and she was just like the perfect size because she's like a small Asian woman and he's going on and on and on about how he wanted her to be fitting in that bag so bad but she just wouldn't stay still and like all of this crazy stuff so they've literally got all of this stuff on him because he's straight up just he just admitted to it in the middle of the daylight in the crowd like <laughs> So there's like someone eating dinner next to them, and right. they're just like. Hey. And so because he he said all of this like, oh, I've I've had this fantasy like for forever. I've always been thinking about this. This is something that I've always wanted to do: is kill somebody and put them in a bag. Um, he gets first degree murder because yeah, planned. Hello, um, he's found guilty and he's got life in prison as he should. Yep. So um, yep. Sadly, she was only 26, oh and he God. was 29, and I hate him. I hate him, too. I hate him. What does he look like? Me. Yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um. This is her. Hold on. Oh. Yeah. That's sad. That is sad. Why <sighs> lemonade? <laughs> Marissa has a lemonade dealer. Yeah, I do. That just brings her lemonade. Don't worry about it, guys. From Christian Chicken Place. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't pay for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this person works at Christian Chicken Place, so. Also, I think it's, I always think it's funny that I work at a Christian hobby place. Because I don't look like I would work at a Christian hobby place. They pay me less. Anyways, your turn. Who wants to hear my story? What do you think I'm talking about? Just take a guess. What do I think you're talking yeah. about? Is it cryptid? No. Okay. Spooky. I well, don't know. It's Did a, you a, say it's that you ghost. were going to do it? No. It's ghost related. Anything with Ed and Lorraine Warren? No. 
I am talking about Queen Mary. <gasps> Yay! My favorite boat. <laughs> okay, so um, I did you know that the Ghost Adventures has not been to the Queen Mary? I'm not surprised. I don't think that they'd let them on. I said all these fucking YouTubers have been to the Queen Mary. <laughs> the YouTubers are taking up Ghost Adventure spot. That's why they can't go yet. They have to wait for the YouTubers to leave. Also, surprisingly cheap to stay. Like a hundred bucks a night. <gasps> That's not bad. No. But Let's we, go. We got to get all the way to Cali. <laughs> so, uh, that's the problem. So. I know somebody that might let us stay with them. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. Uh, we want to stay with you so we can stay with the Queen Mary. <laughs> I don't even know where she lives in relation to the Queen Mary, so. Hmm. It's okay. closer than here. Exactly. Okay. So, construction began in 1930 in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, construction was saw, stalled because, you know, what happened in the 30s, the Great Depression. So, <laughs> I, I was you're like, right. I don't know what happened your in the got, 30s. Your eyes got big. You're like, <laughs> I was like, don't ask me what happened in the 30s. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. So construction began, for reference, um, if you know how big the Titanic is, the Queen Mary is two times the size I of the I don't Titanic. know how big the Titanic is. <laughs> I've never seen her in the real life. <laughs> me, me. If I could swim, <laughs> I would. No one ever taught me how to swim, so. <gasps> or read. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes this podcast so hard. <laughs> we actually podcast in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> we drown. <laughs> and we try to read at the same time. Yes. Kryptonite. <laughs> Um, uh, Conyard Line was the person who like built the built the Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. Excuse me if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but you know, just as we said, we weren't taught how to read. Yeah. Um, he didn't spare any expense of when building this boat. He wanted everything in it. It's a ship. I don't want to offend the ship connoisseurs out there. Anyway, offend them. I don't care. So the boat's name comes from. The Queen of England. I was about to say the, the Queen, um, Mary. Yes. <laughs> this is kind of funny, though, because I don't know about this. They wanted to name it after Queen Victoria. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's something with ships and doing Ia at the end. I don't know. You know, ship names have, like, a lot of rules. I didn't type them in. Rules? Yeah. I'll, we'll look them up in our spare time. Whenever I buy a boat, I'll keep that in mind. Okay. Anyways, so, like, it's a tradition to put, like, a name, like, Victoria at the end. I can't think of any other Ia's names. I don't know. The only other, I think, sh- no, that was a submarine. Throw that away. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, I was about to say one of the World War II submarines. But when they asked King George for their blessing of the name, he assumed that they were talking about his wife, Queen Mary, and not his grandmother, Queen Victoria. So he was like, of course, my wife would be so honored to be named after you. After the ship, after her, and then the boat is asking him. <laughs> the boat said, "Please, sir." <laughs> you imagine a boat showing up to your front door and ringing the doorbell. This little hand comes out of it. <laughs> I love that. When it's pulling up, you just hear scraping on the concrete. You hear a little. British. <laughs> Can I please be named <laughs> after the queen? Yeah. And he's like, of course, boat. <laughs> she would love nothing more 
Thank you. Is this for her birthday? How'd you know? <laughs> the boat's like, that's not the name I wanted. <laughs> but anyways, he's like, dude, whatever, so on and so forth. Um, May 27th, 1936, it goes on its first voyage. Like I said previously, the Queen Mary is huge. It has five dining areas, five lounges, two cocktail bars, two full-size swimming pools, a grand ballroom, and a squash court. <laughs> Don't worry. I knew. I didn't know what that was. I knew you wouldn't know what it was. I got what it is. It's a racket and ball court. sport played with two players on a four-walled court with yeah. a small hollow rubber ball. These players alternate in striking the ball with their rackets onto the playable surfaces of the four walls of the court. So I'm not rich enough to know what the sport is. <laughs> yeah, I went like, okay. what? So what the fuck is I'm a squash? I'm just imagining like people with tennis rackets hitting a wiffle ball. I literally had a Google. That's basically one of those. Uh, I am I had, so smart. I had to Google it. I said, I don't know. I know our viewers ain't going to know. Because I'm an athlete. That's the only reason I knew yes. what it was. And it has a small hospital. So. <laughs> okay. Just add that. World War II happens. And the small boat. It, the small boat. I just said it was large. <laughs> this boat is transformed into a transportation for troops as well as prisoners of war. Okay. <clears throat> it was painted camouflage. And it was also, like, had gray stripes on it. And they called it the Gray Ghost because of the stealth and color. It was the largest and fastest troop ship ship to sail. It could hold 160,000 troops at 60 knots. That means how fast it could go with that many people on it. Apparently, that's super fast. How long is one knot? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> remember when we were talking about Amelia Earhart and we were talking uh, about we knots? Were, I was about to say, I said something about knots the other we day. We still don't know. We still don't know what knots are. You should have looked into it after that one. I know. Don't you learn? I, I <laughs> should have. She went through 10 months of plastic surgery <laughs> and on July 22nd, 1947, retired as a regular passenger. She went back to being a regular passenger boat. Okay. So she went through plastic surgery. She's back better than ever. Beautiful. So she's been in war. And yeah. Now she's just hanging. She's back. Okay. Um, she was sold on October 31st, 1967 and made its last cruise. So basically what happened was um, people like... <laughs> I don't know what Jinx is doing. People are basically like... Uh, yeah, this isn't really what I want to do with my life anymore. I don't want a cruise anymore. And so, cruises kind of stopped. It wasn't as popular. So, they sold it because it wasn't making profit. Oh, okay. So, now it is docked in California and it is a floating hotel attraction as well as a wedding venue. So, I'm getting married on the Queen Mary. That's all I have to say. Oh, okay. So, some deaths, of course, happen on the ship. I'm going to talk about them. Sir Edgar Britton, the first captain of the ship died of a stroke and then this is i don't know how this one happened i just want to preface that i couldn't find out how this scenario happened not the stroke but what i'm about to say 1939 william stark senior second officer drank laundry detergent that was stored in a gin bottle that seemed what year was this 1939 okay they get a pass because it's 39 um yeah hey kids don't put your tide pods in a bottle that is meant for something else. Exactly. We've already been through the Tide Pods thing before. <clears throat> Don't eat them. Stop eating laundry detergent. Um, yeah. So October 2nd, 1942, Queen Mary was being escorted to York from from York to Glasgow by the HMS 
Cruceo. Mm-hmm. It was much smaller than the Queen Mary. Um, and it was pulling? No, it was escorting, like just guiding them. Oh. Like, uh, yeah, that's what escorting means. <laughs> and it was like 20 times smaller than the Queen Mary. Reliable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it was zigzagging. It was conf- like a tricycle escorting an 18 wheeler. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Just a toddler. <laughs> a toddler. A toddler on a big wheel. <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> This is the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> she would just... <laughs> <laughs> it runs over the top. Did you feel a bump? <laughs> Where's our escort at, dog? <laughs> now we don't know where to go. Well, that's kind of what happens to this little... <laughs> <laughs> I'm psychic. What can I say? So, they were zigzagging to confuse other ships. This was during the war time. So, like... They're like, I don't know. <laughs> the other ships aren't like sniper rifles. Like, <laughs> the only, boat can only move so that's fast. That's the only thing I took from high school. If there's ever a school shooter, always zigzag. <laughs> I like that that's what we um, are learning fundamentally in school. Can I write a check? No, I have to Google that every time. Do I know what to do if there's an active shooter? Absolutely. Zigzag. Zigzag. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> I love that. I love that for us. <laughs> the, the, the zigzagging didn't work in this case, and the Queen Mary runs the ship over. <laughs> I mean, I hate that for you, little tiny tricycle <laughs> boat, but like. Um, split in half. Uh, lots the of people... boat split in half? Okay. Physics. That's how much bigger the Queen Mary. It was like Jesus it was like a knife to a pretzel. Like just snapped. Love that. Um, many people died on impact. Others yeah. died of hypothermia because the water be cold, mm. and then others were sucked in the current, and then they were chopped up by the <laughs> Queen Mary's propeller. It's like when birds are flying in the sky into an airplane. <laughs> yeah, and then the airplane explodes though. That's um, the difference. Due to protocol, the captain couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> what is the protocol? Hit something else, keep it going. Just come on. Can't stop, won't come stop. On. <laughs> come on, guys. So, like, other ships had to go to check on them, but they didn't get there till like, four hours later, so everybody's fucking dead at this point. Yeah. 430 people were on the ship and only 99 survived. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um, some say that you can still hear the screams of the victims in the boiler room of the Queen Mary. Why in the boiler room? I don't know. It's not where they were. Now I'm going to talk about some ghosts. Okay. The lady in white. Also, There's I always saw, one. I was going to say that. There's always a lady in white. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, a woman dressed in a white evening gown who is found floating at the end of the first class lounge called the Queen's Salon. Um, I wish I would have attached the picture here. I'll show you a picture later. Of her? Yeah, they have a picture of her. I'll show you right now so you can live react to it. What? I couldn't see it, but... Oh, good. I didn't well, see I'm it. I'm blind, so I'm also probably Queen. not going to be able to see it. My cats are in their WWE fighting <laughs> right now. <laughs> if you hear that. Well, one of them is on the floor, and Jinx just jumped right on top of her, right on the back. <laughs> Bandit is the Queen Mary, and Jinx is the little <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's true. 
That is so, true. I can't really. I mean, I guess I can kind of see it. That. Oh, like the outline. Yeah. I was thinking like this was like shadow and then like the lights coming. It's in. a very bad picture, but okay. this that like that's the lady in white. Okay. Okay. Whatever, bro. She's, she's all white, so yeah. I don't think that you could call her in white. Yeah. She's just white. So then we have little Jackie. Jacqueline <laughs> was five or six when she drowned in the ship's second class pool, which is now the Royal Theater. Visitors report hearing little Jackie splashing, calling for her parents, and even responding to questions when prompted. Some visitors believe that Jackie has a friend named Sarah who also drowned in the same pool. Y'all gotta stop letting your kids swim. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's us. <laughs> Tag yourself, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, John Henry. Henry is seen walking between the boiler room and the green room. Some have said that they have spoken with Henry, who sometimes audibly, audibly responds to the questions about beer. His story is that he walked into the boiler room, and then that's... He, like, worked in the boiler room, and his remains were found in the boiler room. Oh, just casually. Yeah, I, like, don't know how he died. But. Another day at work. Also, Grumpy is the name of another one. The dwarf? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's politically correct for Snow White, but it was Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, so I don't mean it in a... You know... That's, that's, Just their, imagine, like, that's what they're called. I'm sorry. Okay, so Grumpy, also known as Grumpy the Growling Ghost. Identity oh. not known, but he growls at visitors. Grump, Grumpy um, uh, uh, worked mm-hmm. in the room, the stairs. Okay. <laughs> okay, so he is found. Good information. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. He is found under the stairs near the first class swimming pool. Are we pool. sure it isn't Harry Potter? <laughs> Maybe. I would be pretty grumpy too if my aunt stuck sometimes, me under there. Sometimes he joins John Henry in um, the boiler room. Okay. Next we have Captain Treasure Jones. The captain worked from 1964. <laughs> Legal government name. Treasure Jones. <laughs> captain Treasure Jones. Excuse me. <laughs> Forgot the first name. <laughs> he worked from 1965 to 1967. Um, he loves cigars and oftentimes... Me too. <laughs> me too. Oftentimes people just smell a cigar when he's around. I think the cigars smell kind of good. Right? Like, I do too. Kind of be smelling good or whatever. <laughs> okay. Next we have John Petter, also known as Half Hatch Harry. <laughs> Another government name. There we go. <laughs> but Half Hatch Harry. So there's this infamous like door, thirteen, located in the shaft. Um, he was like crushed by it. Um, Not in the shaft. Dude. When he <laughs> when he was eighteen, because he was playing chicken, so he like put his body under it and like it was going down, and like you're supposed to like pull out from under it and he did not pull out this is why men don't deserve rights he didn't pull out the shaft fast enough (laughs) and then it was nine months pregnant and it was a lifelong decision um i the reason why i thought that ghost adventures had been here is because there's a clip of zach basically doing the same thing but it's at a different location did men not learn no 
He goes, like, this, this one guy got decapitated by it. I might as well try. And, like, the scene is, like, he goes under it, and he's, like, but it's not the same shaft. It's a different shaft. And he's, like, recording like this, and he's looking at it through the screen, so he can't see how close it's getting to him. And, like, I think Aaron, like, pulled him out from under it and, like, saved his life. <laughs> Aaron's a real one for that. He is. Next, we have Dana, room B. 474. She was a young woman. There. Um, her whole family was murdered on this area. The killer strangled Dana's little sister and mother on the bed and then shot Dana to death in the bathroom. Cool. Um, they, so they said that she can be found looking for the children. And she also joins Gumphrey and John Henry in the boiler room. Cool. You can tour this place. I have tour information. Available daily at 1130. 1230, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's the ripoff. Do you want to hear Grumpy Growl? Do I? You I don't tell know. me if I want to hear it. <laughs> I didn't look at it because it was leaving me. It was scary. <laughs> what if it's fake? I don't know. I'm going to pull it up, though. Hold okay. on. Grumpy Queen. Mm-hmm. Grumpy Queen. <laughs> Mary. Grumpy Cat's going to come up with like a Photoshop picture of a crown on his head. That's what's going to happen. I can't find it. I, like, <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I guess it sounds... Just <laughs> Good job. Thank you. And that's what, that maybe, was actually an edited in clip. <laughs> it was. Uh, let me see if I can find it one more spot. Um, which ghost would you want to see? Which ghost do I yeah. want to see? Well, I want to yell at the one that got decapitated when he could have completely <laughs> not. You're like, come on. He could have just not. Right. He... I know it's wild to think about, but... It was a completely um, avoidable event, and you did it anyway. Also, I just want to let you know. Okay, hold on. Okay. I think I found it. I'm holding. <laughs> is it like a? Okay. Why is it zooming in wrong? Is it gonna play an ad first? No. We okay. can't. We can't get a cease and assist <laughs> from whoever. Um, it's just like telling me information right now. Oh, 11:30. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Oh wait, hold on. It has subtitles. I saw where it said growl. It's coming up. Oh, it sounds like a creeper from Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> That's my impression. I'm auditioning for the part. <laughs> Hi, my name is Olivia, and I will be <laughs> auditioning for the role of Grumpy. Comic ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Can you walk out? That was Grumpy. Uh, not as scary as I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, Tinder message. Right? Go for it, Our favorite time. You would think I would have run out by now. You just keep matching with people so they send you things. I really do. It's very chaotic. You're not even on Tinder for love anymore. <laughs> Someone asked me what I was on Tinder for, and I was like, originally it was to find a relationship, but now I just be making fun of people. <laughs> Go for it. <clears throat> What's this? Okay. 
I'm, this is actually a bio I'm going to read to you, and then Perfect. I'm going to read the message that they sent me. Okay. <clears throat> God, gym, guns, and occasional drink. What more can I say other than I'm really a chill individual? Is there a picture with a fish on this profile? Okay. <sighs> I don't know. That's the flavor that I and would expect. And he said, <clears throat> I'm not here to spread the corona. However, I can't say the same about your legs. I understand what he's trying to say, but it comes off as if your legs are going to spread coronavirus. <laughs> and, um, That's not how it's transmitted. No. I don't think anyway. I mean, you know what? <laughs> I see what he was trying to say, which is very bold. Um, yeah. Keep your legs close and don't spread corona. 